0: Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg Written and read by Danny Stack Chapter 29 She's Called the Rossers Billy and the Colonel needed to hide fast. They ran to their secret den but forgot that Mr Slug had boarded it up with the big No Kids sign. They thought about hiding out by the playground but there was hardly any of the playground left as all the games and swings had been dismantled. Even the nearby playhouse where Swindon had met the young girl for an imaginary cup of tea, was flapping in the wind, no more use to anyone. Billy and the colonel saw the mysterious man in black still lurking around and, like Swindon, they instantly knew he was bad news. Billy suggested they should go to the creek and hide by the reeds, but the colonel disagreed, not wanting to double back on their movements. But then the colonel had an idea. They could hide under the caravans. The girls took up a position underneath one of the caravans, It was a fairly anonymous location, as it was in amongst a long row of caravans, an ideal hiding spot. It had just enough room for Billy and the colonel to crawl underneath. They could keep watch on anything that might be happening, but without the danger of being seen. Just in time, too. As soon as they took up their hiding position, they saw two police officers actively looking for someone in the camp. "'She's called the Rossers,' said the colonel. "'What happened to Shiv?' ''And where's Woody?'' asked Billy, beginning to regret the impulsiveness of her heist with the Colonel. ''All right, don't panic,'' said the Colonel. ''Look, we've got evidence, at last.'' The Colonel took out her ripped portion of the insurance claim. ''Oh yeah, look at what we stole,'' Billy said. ''Evidence of something that hasn't happened yet.'' Billy had a point. The Colonel kept an eye on the police officers, who were gradually making their way towards Billy and the Colonel's caravan. ''We need a plan, Colonel,'' said Billy,'' She was out of ideas and she was afraid they were going to get caught. Billy felt that this was the colonel's moment to shine, a chance for all her military intelligence to pay off. The colonel thought for a second, trying to come up with an idea that would impress Billy. The police officers were getting closer now, so there wasn't a lot they could do. Then the colonel smiled mischievously, finally getting an idea, and put on her military cap. I say, we go out all guns blazing, she said. We don't have any guns, replied Billy. It's a figure of speech. We're going to get caught, so we go down fighting. No, said Billy, hoping there was still a chance they could do something. We could try to escape and... Forget it, said the Colonel. Or we could kidnap the fake Nelson and... Billy, it's over. Shiv's gone. Woody's missing. Swindon's insane. We've only got one decision left. how we go down? Billy knew the Colonel was right. What would Nelson do? She asked. Go out, do the squirrel shake and push them in the pool, said the colonel with a smile. At least we'd be remembered, replied Billy. Ready? It's been an honour serving with you, Billy, the colonel saluted. On three, said Billy. Three, two... Just then, the rev of an engine caught their attention. They saw a man on a motorbike coming to a halt near their caravan. As he took off his helmet, Billy realised who it was. Uncle Derek, Billy said. Uncle Derek dismounted and fully removed his helmet. Psst, psst, Uncle Derek, said Billy, in the loudest whisper she could manage. Uncle Derek looked around, confused as to what or who was making that psst noise. Then he noticed Billy and the colonel hiding under the caravan. Hey there, champs, he said, and crouched down beside them. They gestured for him to be quiet and pointed towards the police officers. Uncle Derek stood up and spoke to the police directly. Officers, are you looking for a couple of kids? That's right, sir, said the male police officer. I know where they are, said Uncle Derek. Billy and the colonel sagged with disappointment. They thought Uncle Derek was handing them in. They're way up there by those cliffs, he continued. I just saw them running that way, so you better go, and it's really dangerous up there. The officers nodded their thanks and ran off in the direction of the cliffs. Uncle Derek crouched down next to Billy and the colonel again. Looks like something exciting has been going on, he said. Diane's going to burn the park down, said Billy, and claim the insurance for herself, added the colonel, and she pushed Nelson off the cliff, finished Billy. She has been busy while I have been away, said Uncle Derrick. The colonel took out the ripped portion of the insurance claim. Look, evidence, she said, handing it to Uncle Derrick. He examined it quickly. I knew she was up to something, he said. There she is, cried the colonel, as she saw Diane and Mr. Slug turn a corner and head towards Uncle Derrick. And watch out for Mr Slug, warned Billy. Mr Slug? asked Uncle Derrick. He stood up to face Diane and Mr Slug. Leave it with me, champs, I'll take care of everything, he said to Billy and the Colonel. In fact, why don't you just stay there? He pulled over a large wheelie bin which blocked them from going anywhere. They didn't like being trapped, but they trusted Uncle Derrick. It was probably for the best. I didn't think you'd stoop so low, said Diane as she and Mr Slug reached Uncle Derrick. I could say the same, said Uncle Derek. With the old man sick and the park struggling, Diane continued, you thought you'd make a quick insurance scam and blame it all on me. Oh dear, despicable, said Mr Slug. Don't be ridiculous, protested Uncle Derek. Billy was straining to hear from under the caravan. What's she saying? she asked. But the colonel had realised that Uncle Derek wasn't on their side. He was the one responsible for the insurance scam. Uncle Derek's gone rogue, she whispered. Diane and Mr. Slug heard the voices from under the caravan and Diane smiled. We've got you now, she said to Uncle Derek. Uncle Derek knew he had to think fast if he was going to get out of this one. He saw that one of Diane's feet was standing next to a hose. He gestured towards Mr. Slug to pull the hose. Mr. Slug didn't know what Uncle Derek was suggesting at first, but then he got the idea. Not quite, said Mr. Slug to Diane and he yanked the hose as hard as he could. The loop of hose... "'Tightened around Diane's leg, "'and she went flying backwards onto the ground. "'We could still pin this all on Diane, "'but we've got to be quick,' said Uncle Derek. "'He and Mr Slug raced off towards head office. "'The colonel had had enough of being trapped under the caravan, "'so she kicked the wheelie bin out of the way. "'It wasn't easy, but she managed to create enough space "'for her and Billy to crawl out. "'They approached Diane, who was looking around "'and feeling dazed from her fall. "'Are you OK?' asked the colonel. "'So you and Mr. Slug aren't?' said Billy. "'Who?' interrupted Diane. "'Creepy ball guy,' explained Billy. "'No, he must have been scheming with Derek all along,' said Diane. "'She saw Uncle Derek and Mr. Slug running off in the distance. "'Get them!' "'Billy and the Colonel looked at each other, "'both suddenly excited at the prospect of a chase. "'They ran after Uncle Derek and Mr. Slug as fast as they could.' 30. Chase Uncle Derek and Mr. Slug had a head start on Billy and the Colonel, but the girls were smaller and quicker than the adults, so they started to make up some ground. Why did you give him the insurance claim? That was our only proof, said Billy, gasping for air while she ran. I didn't know, did I? It was good old Uncle Derek then. This little exchange made them lose focus on the task in hand. They stopped to try to see where Uncle Derek and Mr. Slug went. ''Why did he kill Nelson Nutmeg?'' asked Billy. ''Maybe Nelson found out too much.'' ''Don't you think he'll kill us?'' ''He can try,'' said the Colonel, with steely determination. She caught a glimpse of Uncle Derek and Mr Slug up ahead. ''There!'' she cried. The Colonel and Billy continued their pursuit. The girls were good at running. Billy was on her school's athletics team, and the Colonel was aerobically fit because of all the military exercises she did. They showed no sign of slowing down or stopping as they tried to chase Uncle Derek and Mr Slug. Honestly, thought Billy, how difficult can it be to race a middle-aged man and an overweight creepy ball guy? But Billy and the Colonel hadn't factored in that they were just kids. Surprisingly, Uncle Derek and Mr Slug were keeping up a good pace. But Billy and the Colonel remained focused on the chase. They passed by some of the holidaymakers in Nelson's Retreat most of whom didn't even notice that a middle-aged man, an overweight creepy bald guy and a couple of kids were running through the camp. Billy could tell the grown-ups in particular weren't paying attention. Typical, she thought. Parents always miss the most important things happening right under their noses. But Billy and the Colonel's chase did unsettle a few holidaymakers in Nelson's retreat. A couple of kids sat on a bench counting pebbles from the beach, bored out of their minds. Uncle Derek whizzed past them, then Mr Slug, quickly followed by Billy and the colonel. The kids perked up at the momentary excitement, craning their necks to see what was going on, but Billy and the colonel had already turned another corner. The kids sighed and resumed their boring pebble count. In another part of the park, a couple of boys were playing swing ball. Pop, 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 pop. Back and forth went the ball. As she approached, Billy could tell that this was going to be a bit of an obstacle. Uncle Derek was the first to disrupt the game running straight through one of the boys shots. Oi! the boy cried. Then Mr. Slug came barreling through. Ah! he said, just managing to avoid being hit by the ball. Billy was next, determined to skillfully avoid any collision and maintain her momentum. Nevertheless she mistimed her run and got tangled up in the rope and the ball. The colonel saw the commotion up ahead and took drastic action. With a deft tuck-and-roll, she did a ground somersault to avoid a pile-up. Billy and the Colonel realised it was going to take something special to stop Uncle Derek and Mr. Slug. They quickened their pace. Chapter 31 Split up, Uncle Derek and Mr Slug headed for the beach. They were beginning to slow down a little now, allowing Billy and the Colonel to make up ground. Billy saw Uncle Derek and Mr Slug run past the couple, just as they were pouring drinks for themselves from a fancy bottle. Billy couldn't believe her eyes when Uncle Derek actually turned round and snatched one of the drinks. Don't mind if I do, he said, and gulped it down in one. Mr. Slug wanted a piece of the action too. He shuffled up to the couple, grabbed their bottle and started chugging the contents down his throat. Glug, glug, glug. Suitably refreshed, Uncle Derek and Mr. Slug ran ahead. It was a bold choice to stop for refreshment because now Billy and the Colonel weren't that far behind. Coming through, said the Colonel as they sped past the increasingly bewildered couple. In one of the alleys next to a row of caravans, A beleaguered dad was trying to blow up an inflatable paddling pool for his daughter, who was watching his efforts with stern impatience. The beleaguered dad was just getting the hang of inflating the pool when Uncle Derek, Mr Slug and Billy raced through, breaking his concentration. The colonel ran straight into the paddling pool and couldn't see where she was going. "'Collateral damage!' she cried. "'Clear!' and she discarded the paddling pool, throwing it onto the ground." The beleaguered dad looked at his daughter and shrugged, but the daughter frowned and shook her head wearily, thoroughly disappointed. By now Uncle Derek and Mr. Slug had split up and were heading in different directions. Derrick towards the beach, Slug staying close to the caravans. I'll go after Derrick, you go after Mr. Slug, said Billy. Roger that, said the colonel. Billy followed Uncle Derrick as he continued along the beach. He ran up a steep slope of pebbles. He struggled as he lost his footing a few times, but he finally reached the top, happy that he had lost Billy at last. But Billy surprised him, appearing from another direction. Uncle Derek bolted before she could catch him. Meanwhile, the colonel was gaining on Mr Slug. He was running out of breath, and he took a break by one of the caravans. The colonel crept along one side, hoping to catch him by using a bit of stealth attack. Mr Slug suspected she was up to something, so he edged along his side of the caravan, expecting to see her around the corner. ''Aha!'' he said, trying to surprise her, but she wasn't there. He sensed something above him. He looked up and saw the colonel on the roof of the caravan. That was impressive. She snarled at Mr Slug and leapt off the caravan. ''Incoming!'' she cried as she jumped, but she missed Mr Slug completely and landed face down on the ground how she groaned mr slug sniggered and ran off as the colonel gathered herself from her fall she noticed cyclops coming towards her was she dreaming was she concussed no cyclops was there all right he took a blast of his oxygen mask leant towards the colonel and outstretched his good arm to lift her up there's someone and something you need to see he said You've been listening to Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg? It was read by Danny Stack from his own novelisation of the film. To find out more and watch some clips from the movie, visit nelsonnutmeg.com.